Three and four, not five and direct. We are right here, masquerade getting it popping. My brother Jared Benton, grandma's basement tour. The monster hops in. The Titan dizzy right. The savages go yard, and it's going down. Heavy, heavy, heavy. We dead in hip hop. It's Dead and Hip Hop. Uh, here backstage, chicken with locks, and what's good, man? It's chilling, man. I'm trying to be down, I'm trying to be quick. Boy, boy said, he said I had to be quick, man. I'm trying to get through it, all right? Chill out, chill out. Don't even don't need it. Oh, nah, man, I'm just trying to get through it, man. It's all good, man. We got, we, got a, we got a short clock, man. That's all, man. What's good, man? So, Funk Volume. Tell us, how'd you end up on Funk, funk Volume for Roof Records? Yeah, well, I started Funk Volume back in, like, the idea came around, like, late 2006, early 2007 or something yeah. like that for, for making my own label. And I just always wanted something, you know, I seen 50 Cent make G-Unit. I seen Eminem um, with Shady Records. And I just wanted my own shit, you know, because right. it just seemed like the, the thing that every artist would eventually want right. to do. So. Um, I was on Rupert's though, but I still started working on Funk Volume, and I put my homeboy Swizz on Funk Volume. He, I met him in high school, so yeah. me and him were like the first official artist on the label, but it wasn't even official yet. And then later on, we put his brother, we put Swizz's brother Damien on as like a, he became my business partner, so he just kind of organized everything for us, and just gave us structure. And then I eventually got out my Ruthless Records deal. My Ruthless Records deal, because it wasn't going too well. So okay. we put out a mixtape called Haywire. It did pretty well. We put it out for free, just to kind of get a buzz going, because we didn't have any fans who would actually buy anything at the time. So we were just making videos, putting stuff out, just keeping it all enter entertaining and dope and raw. And then I put out my album Raw in late 2010. And we did. We all did a tour for it in um, two early 2011, me and DJ Hopper. And yeah, and from there we just been moving forward. We signed Dizzy Wright um, late 2011, and then we signed Jaren Bitt in 2012. What made you start doing the Ill, the, uh, Ill Mind? Ill Mind? Yeah, like that series, because you, you, you get, you're keeping your buzz yeah, like, yeah. strong with that. Yeah, definitely. It originally started out as an idea of me just making like little webisodes on YouTube of just my life. So it wasn't even gonna be with rapping. It was just gonna be if I felt like venting about something, if I felt like I wanna build a, a shopping cart, which I actually have done in Illmind Option 2. I made like a little, I didn't build a shopping cart. I broke a shopping cart apart and made it into a little dolly for shooting videos with. And then I, I did, Illmind and Hobson 3, which is dope, but then Illmind and 4, I just decided I'm just gonna make it, I'm just gonna do them all dealing with rap music. So, Illmind and 4, I, that's the one that really like put me on the map strongly because I wanted to showcase my lyrical skill and my, um, just the comedic side of, of what I can do to where if a, if a record label saw it, they'd be like, man, who is this crazy guy? He's weird and wicked, but raw and dope, but he's funky and some weird shit. Like, I, I wanted people to think that. And I know it's weird and almost corny, but that's just, I've been this weird guy my whole life. This is who I am. So, and I, and I think I, I, I um, 
did that with Ilmont 4, then Ilmont 5, I, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I was deciding if I wanted, was going to go raw with the angry, crazy, wild lyrics or do something a little more positive to kind of motivate people. And so I, just, I took the positive route in, a, in an aggressive way, though. I had to kind of figure out how I was going to do it. So I was just talking to people about, I was talking to the, the, this young generation that's throwing their life away and doing too many drugs and not thinking about their future and all that, so, and that, and that did really well, that was that's still up to date, the best video I've ever, yeah, ever I can tell by you, your emotion with that, and I wasn't yeah, expecting that with that. Yeah, with yeah, that yeah, because that's just something that, that's, to this day, just upsets me when I see people throw their life away. And then Ill Mind of Option 6, which I just put out July 18th, of, um, couple weeks ago, it was about my homie that lost the crystal meth. He didn't die, but he's pretty much gone now because he, you know, he's just been doing it since he was a teenager back in the day, and I and I used to watch him do it. And I never really stopped him when I could have stopped him. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to show people how it affects the person, the people who aren't doing it, who are surrounded by, who have friends that do it. So it was just basically showing what how, how it affected me and his family through Ilmina Hobson Six, and yeah. So that, that in mind, they were just me venting, talking about whatever I want to talk. You gonna about. keep them going? Yeah, I, I, I'm working on my album right now. So, cause right now the the main highlight talks about Hobson are the ill minds and. I want the highlight to be my album, you know, I'd rather, because you know, I don't want to just be known for the ill mind, I wanna, I'd rather be known as yeah. uh, the dude who made a dope album, so um, my album Knock Madness comes out November 26th, and I'm just making it as dope as can be, and putting my all into it, I've been working on it for about two years, just stay, thinking about how I want to approach it and all that, so it's coming along together well. There's an obvious, um, at least to me, there's an obvious shift. Even from Ill Mind 3 and 4 yeah. to 5 and 6, it's yeah, a, yeah. obviously a more positive route. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I've heard you speaking that, that God came to you uh -huh. and said that he yeah. wanted you to kind of switch your style up a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Like, can you actually expand just a little bit on that? Oh yeah, definitely. Just, you know, me touring around the world and seeing so many people, I, I get to see the influence that I have on this younger generation. Like, a lot of my fans are from like 12 and 13 years old, you know, they go, yeah. they go as young as that, maybe even younger. So. And, and the, the rap game overall, and just the world in general, promotes so much negativity. Like, yeah. and, and nobody, there's nobody standing against. I mean, you got people like Macklemore, who's actually really dope, and he, 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 you know, he fights against it. And you know, but it, we need more people. And I don't want people to just see a raw rapper who just, because you would normally assume that I'm doing some on some crazy drugs, cocaine. If you saw me and you not, and you didn't know how I really was, you'd be like, oh man, this fool, he's dope as fuck, man. He probably parties like crazy, go to strip clubs, fucking all these bitches. I want people to know the real side of things, like, and, I, and I've always been this guy. I didn't actually change. Some people are like, man, you changed me. I'm like, nah, this is how I've always been. It's just to get myself in the door, I just cho chose not to show that full side of me. You know, I, I only, I wanted to show like maybe 15 or 20% of who I actually am. And that's what kind of got my foot in. And now I want to expand. So I'm still the same guy. Like I can, I'm, the way I feel about rappers that I've dissed or whatever, I still feel the same. People are like, oh, you changed, you fell off. I didn't fall off. I'm just showing more to me. Cause I was never, cause if you look at the old Hobson and like the song, Sag my pants or Ilman House before. I look like a doofus who's so <laughs> ignorant who does it like you, I look like I have a I look like I don't have a brain. Like I'm just talking shit and whatever, and that's not who I am. Like I, I think I, I think and I want people to know that behind all that crazy stuff, you can be dope, but there's still brains behind everything that I do. You know, it's not just me going, I don't I don't just wake up 
and I just spit these crazy rhymes with and not thinking of consequences and I just I just stumbled across this like I I thought about this the, the real side that people are seeing now for me is the one that made the crazy side that they may have that may have pulled them in at first so yeah man I'm, I'm just all about using your brain that's all and so is that what knock madness is gonna be more of no 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 not madness is everything okay. Every, no and, and see and right now it, it's a I know I know it's all just marketing what I'm doing right now. I know people, they haven't seen the raw hops in it in like a, a couple years or so. So they want to see, and, and I know this. I'm not, I'm, I know this. And if I, I know damn well if I make all my albums all positive and corny, it's going to be like, it's going to be kind of weak. I know this. I'm, I want to see fucking raw hops. And I, and I have it. I, I get to see it every day because I'm in my studio all the time. But they don't because I have to stick to my marketing plan. So I'm sticking to what I have. And then... They're itching for it, and then when they get it, they're gonna be like, "Yes, he's back, he's back!" And I'll be like, "I told you, I never left. I just had to do it. like that's. I, I know what I'm doing. I know. I, I did not change. This is who I've been even before I even started rapping. If you were to talk to me when I was 17, this is how my mind always was. They're just seeing, you know, more sides of me. That's all.